shot. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the quarantine edition of Cold Ones. I'm your host, Anything for Views, and I'm the co-host, Max Mofo. Uh, before we begin today, our sponsors: Cool Shirts. As always, head over shirtswithz.cool. Use code Cold Ones for ten percent off. Vessi and NordVPN. Joining us today is old school YouTuber, veteran of the game, talk show host, game show host. And a very attractive man, Sean Evans. Thank you for joining us, Sean. Thanks for having me. Long overdue on this one. Yeah, very, very special guest for us, I would say. I wish we could do it in person, but with COVID, it's very unlikely. Anytime soon. Plus the uh, location in Australia is semi-inconvenient for me. But I'm happy that we're making it happen now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it is tradition on the show to start off with a shot. So what is your poison of choice? So uh, I'm not really a drinker, but I did have some Bacardi hanging out. Like some spiced rum, you know, stuff gets like sent to the house for whatever reason. I'm like spicy guy, so I get lots of hot sauce and weird stuff. So I got some spiced rum here, shot ready to go. I'm ahead of you. All right, sweet. I got my tequila and my Corona. Let's uh, let's cheers and let's cheers. start off with the bang. Cheers, cheers, gentlemen. <laughs> Haven't had that taste in a while. Do you get sick of uh, people sending you spicy stuff, Sean? Yeah, you know, like packages will just show up at the at the house. I don't know who sends them or why. Like yesterday was kind of awesome. Like Joe's KC. It's like this famous barbecue joint. They just sent me like a whole freezer full of meat. I got some like umami burgers from like Major Lazer because like Diplo has a new song. You know, like everything that used to get sent to the office is now coming to the apartment. So it's like a little Christmas every time, you know, like the NFL sent some stuff for like opening weekend, like like bags of chips and stuff. I don't know. I just it's just like a grab bag every time. So with COVID, generic question as well. Have you been heavily? Obviously, you've been heavily affected by it. But what do you reckon the worst thing about it is when doing hot ones besides in person? Dude, it sucks. I mean, like, there's obviously you know the technical stuff. You know, you have to rely on the other person for video and audio and sometimes that gets messed up or even if they do it right you know you could like have some sort of like corrupt data error or like some upload issue or like whatever on top of all of that like you know people aren't they're pushing their movie release they're pushing their book release they're pushing their album release like no one's really in a promo cycle like everyone's kind of like stuck in a holding pattern so it's yeah. challenged us plus like nothing really prepares you for it you know like we have the same crew the same team that we've been working with since the beginning and then these are all just like new challenges that we're now just faced with so making it all happen the other thing is we've had like people are like flakier now like maybe they won't show up like when it's time to like do the zoom not give you any advance notice and we do so much like preparation and research ahead of time and then we have to now on a logistical level make sure we can get them sauces in time and time for the shoot and like turn around the edit so it's all been kind of like a crazy rubik's cube to snap into place and the total pain in the ass but on the positive side like you know it's we're still doing it like we're still going like we're still trying to yeah. make the best show that we possibly can now we're in people's homes there's no policing of like how people are saucing wings so we send like a best practices pdf out no one is reading that shit like people are just <laughs> dumping sauce all over the wings so they've been these kind of like crazy kamikaze like anarchy episodes which have been like kind of charming and like a nice byproduct of all of this but overall it sucks like i can't wait to get back in the studio no one wants to get back in the studio worse than me 
It's definitely a great appeal to see celebrities taken out of their comfort zone with hot sauce. I love seeing like a really well put together because you had uh, Marky, Marco Robbie, am I saying her name right? Yeah, Margot Robbie. On there, and okay. she is a beautiful actress. And, and a countryman. Yeah, she's Australian as well, isn't yep, she? Yep, yep. And she comes on the show and it's Bogan this, Australian accent, hot wings, sweating, tearing, crying, snotty. It's really great to see this well put together celebrity that's portrayed in the media, you know, perfect. And then they get on the show and they're like, oh, I'm dying. Help me, send help. Yeah, it's uh, it's humanizing. You know, like for us, mm. um, we didn't have that idea originally. It's not like we thought, oh, like this will be, you know, everybody tries to make that show. Like, what's it like to have a beer with this person? Kind of like cold right. ones, but like everybody's trying to make like that show <laughs> all the time. Uh, right. But no one can ever really make that show. And I think that we did kind of make it accidentally because celebrity is this thing that by definition is this unobtainable lifestyle status. But then there's nothing that every person can relate to more than just dying on hot sauce. So it really like knocks everybody down to a real human level. And I think that that's kind of what people enjoy about it is it does take people off a pedestal on the show. Now I think there are a million shows where like a celebrity takes like a lie detector test and then they like build Ikea furniture and then they like do this and then they yeah. do that. And then they, there's you know, one where they eat the gross stuff. I can't remember what talk show that is. Oh, What's it's uh, Corden. Eat, like, Corden. That's yeah. Corden does that. So like now there's like a million of those things, which I think hot ones to its credit or to its blame has probably had something to do with that. But like, the, I think that like now, I don't even know if like hot ones breaks through. I think like it had to be 2015. Like, YouTube had to be what it was. Like it had to exist. Like yeah. I think about all the crazy coincidences that had to happen like exactly right for it all to work. And even early on, like the the show like wasn't pulling views or whatever. Like we used to joke about like, I'm like, I'm eating like a lot of really hot chicken wings and like no one gives a shit, you know? And like mm. even the ways that like it was kind of trended, like people tried to like package it and sell it. Like there's like a million ways that it could have gone wrong and just didn't somehow. Like it was just- what, a, was, what was the exact moment where like it went, it went somewhere. Cause like you said, it started off, it was a bit slow. Do you remember the moment where you had a celebrity or you uploaded a video of you, like which interview or which celebrity was it that kind of, you know, skyrocketed the show and made it success, the success it is today? The first real breakthrough episode was the Key and Peele episode. Like that was the first one that we put it out and it was like a big hit on Reddit and like had millions of views and stuff. Like that was the first time I was like, whoa, like the internet is like paying attention to what we're doing. What I was encouraged by is that it like lifted all the other ships. Like people discovered the show yeah. and then they like binge watched the back catalog. And that's when I knew I was like, oh, we're onto something. Like I was always really into bingeable shows. So I was like, oh, we're making that like bingeable show that I always wanted to make. So that's one, I think like the Kevin Hart episode is another episode that kind of like took it to another level. I think that like once Charlize Theron came on the show, then I think like, then I was like, well, then anybody could be on the show. Like, I think that put us at a certain level. And then like getting Gordon Ramsay on the show was like the next thing that like took it up a level. And then that was, that was like a huge work. meme for ages as well. Everyone was like, get Gordon Ramsay, get Gordon Ramsay. And as a, a viewer, when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, they pulled it off. It's like 70 million now, I think. That was like, an, I think it was just as like, that was like an internet fantasy daydream that like came to life. And, and I think that that's like, what's kind of cool about YouTube is the audience can like actively shape and inform like what you do in your show. And that was like, such a manifestation of that. 
All right, let's move on to another shot, I think. Okay. Have you even opened that beer yet, Mr. Evans? I, look at it, it's cracked. It's cracked, just double checking. I'm just also, double checking. can you give us the blessing that we're the one show that can have the name that's a spin-off of Hot Ones? Can you give us your official host blessing with this cheers? First off, you know I fuck with you guys. So here's- I, I thought, and that, the thing with our name was, it's, it, the show is nothing to do with Hot Ones. Like a lot of the other things, it's like, oh, this is, a Hot Ones parody, but now they're keeping it going as, like this was kind of like, Cold Ones is a thing, especially in like Australia, having a cold one with the boys is, is something. And then Hot Ones, and then obviously we stole, we stole your sign as well, but that's about it, so. You don't have to, you don't have to sell me, Max. I'm already along for the ride. Like, it's good to go. You have my blessing. I love the show and uh, cheers to you guys. Thank you, cheers. Big shot. <laughs> I just wrote oh. it in words. We can always link to it or post it and be uh, ahead of the curve. You know? I don't like shoes. Every pair of shoes I buy ends up looking like shit, feeling like shit, or inevitably going to shit due to subjecting it to my enormous 300 kilos of weight. Stop. I also spill lots of alcohol on my shoes because I'm a belligerent drunk. That's why we're glad to be partnering with Vessi. Vessi makes shoes that are stylish, fashionable, and 100% waterproof. And grog proof. Bring me a beer. I'll spill beer on it now to test this theory. Get him beer. Okay. Man, those actually look pretty fresh. They smell good. Can I have those? No, they're mine. <laughs> you overflowed the beer, man. No problem with Vessi. It's beer proof, Scott. <laughs> Look, phones aren't waterproof. Look. No, wait, this isn't mine. This is my assistant's. With Vessi, not a problem. Dry as. What's dry? Dude, do a shooey out of it. <laughs> and not only do they not break underneath my enormous weight, they also don't break the bank. And they come in lots of different varieties, shapes, and styles. This one's my favorite. Looks like I play tennis, but I don't. Whoa, do you play tennis? Yes. They're cruelty-free, lightweight and breathable. They keep you cool in summer and warm in winter. So if you're in the market for fresh new kicks, head to the link in the description and use code COLDONES to get $25 off these already super affordable shoes. Look, my feet, they're not wet. They're dry. Look at this. Dry as a bone. No, I don't you do that. Going back to people that have ripped off your show, because there's a lot. <laughs> there, is, there is a lot. And it's and it's not just it's not just YouTubers that ripped off the show. Now there are traditional media companies that have started like complete clones of hot ones. How do you feel about that? Feel free to get angry. <laughs> well, like when it when it first started happening, like I remember we started the show but like we weren't getting anywhere with it really. And then I actually saw the first thing I saw was Fox Sports Australia. These fucking rugby bros oh. were like doing the show exactly, like the same sauces and everything. And they were calling it like burning questions or something like that. And they were doing it exactly. And the reason like it came to my radar was because like people were coming after me, like we'd drop a Hot Ones episode and they were like, you guys are just copying burning questions or like whatever, like burn, <laughs> like whatever this show yeah. was. It was like these like rugby dorks. And then in the same weekend, BBC did a show called like Burning Topics and I saw like their camera angles were the same like she'd be like How are you around spicy food? Like I was like, what the fuck? And then you know, like you've seen I've seen like Things in the past like I think I went after like MTV recently because they did something and then what would drive me like crazy is I'd be like why do people who rip off our show rip off our shitty set? Like, if you were gonna just rip off the show, like, isn't that an improvement that you'd make? Like, I never understood why people would then, like, bootleg 
the set that we had because we just didn't have anything. I was like, that makes no sense to me. So like early on, like, yeah, I would get my blood going. I'd get kind of like a rush off of it. I'd like take shots on Twitter and stuff. And then I don't know if it's like old age or whatever, but like now I like don't care at all. Like, um, I think it's like just kind of inevitable with the internet. Like at some point, like this stuff ends up happening. I think it's like a little annoying. Sometimes people be like, it's a parody, it's a parody. But it's like, I don't know. Like you can't just make like a worse version of our show. Like we already have a comedy show. So like the bar for parody yeah. is like a little bit higher than I think a lot of people on the internet think it is. It's one thing It's one thing to do a parody, but it's another thing to do a parody and then keep that format and be like, oh yeah, we do this as a regular thing now. Like I think like a one-off thing where it's like an actual Hot Ones parody is something, but yeah. What do you think about like the funny edits, like the meme edits that people do? I'm, the one that stands out in my head is the the Paul Rudd one where he was interviewing himself. Well, I, you know, I kind of, I really like the second life that the episodes take on, you know, like after the episode, like what's weird is like the other week I, I did something with Paul Rudd, nothing to do with Hot Ones or whatever, but like it was the first time I mm -hmm. saw him since we shot the episode together. And that's what we talked about. We were like, dude, how about that? Like, look, look at us, us, look, look at, at us. us. Who would have thought? thought? Not, not me. Dude. Like that became like hilarious, bigger, bigger than hot ones. And like, that was the first thing that we just started talking about. We were like, dude, blah, blah, blah. Like, can you believe that? Like, this is that thing. And he's like, dude, he's like, I didn't even know. Cause he's like not on social media. He's like, so people will be on the street just being like, look at us, look at us, you know? And he'd be like, why are people talking to me like this? You know what I mean? Like, it, it is funny though, like what the internet can just like grasp onto. Because like when we walked out of that interview, I was not thinking about that line. Like when that line yeah. happened, I wasn't like, oh, this is gonna be like a big yeah. meme or whatever. Like when Shaq was yeah. like, I apologize, Kansas, and did like the face, like I was like, oh, yeah. I bet that'll that's, be a that's thing. That's everywhere. That I remember yeah. seeing the Shaquille O'Neal face like everywhere on Reddit at some point. And people were commenting like, where is this from? Like people don't know. And that brings traction to the episodes as well, I'm assuming. Yeah, like when that happened, like I was like, oh, that's like excellent internet happening. Like when it happened, I knew. But like with Paul Rudd, when I was like, look at like, hey, look at us, look at us. Who would have thought not me? I didn't think about that for one second after it happened. Like I didn't walk yeah, out so, of there. Like, sometimes you know, sometimes you don't know what what's gonna run with it. I just like watching that shooting star just like through the constellation of pop culture. You know, like it's just that's awesome. That's just awesome. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a weird. It's a weird badge and honor of, and also like an award, like I'm like, this is from us. You know what I mean? And it lives on the internet forever, which is like one of the greatest things in the world. When you ever, when you're done, when hot ones is over, when cold ones is over, whenever you look back on it 10 years later, if people are still posting that, that's a weird sensational feeling that like even if they don't know where it came from, you're like, I did that. I, I'm saying another shot. And have are you still nursing that beer, Sean? It's a pint. Give me a break. But I am almost done. I'm not much of a drinker. I'm more. I'm more of a smoker than a drinker. But Max mentioned that last night when we we're talking about. Uh, really? We we're like, man, we need to get smokers on the show because we want to do a spin-off episode where we just smoke weed. High ones. High ones. Yeah. Well, we're kind of, it was kind of like the parallel to you doing the vegan wings. Like this, there's, there's some people that don't drink that do smoke. That I think we would save. I think. 
uh, Mr. Beast is is a, an example. He can't drink because he has Crohn's disease, but he does smoke, or at least he, he did say that a while ago. So that would be a, a good like one-off thing. Yeah, him. man, I'm not much of a drinker, but. I've got no more spirits, Chad, but I'll, I'll take a big suck of this. If you scull that, I'll scull a beer. No, too much liquid. I've got, I've look, really got three. Oh my, oh my God. Okay, you going, I've only got two. Oh, Jesus Christ, that might. Sean, were you much of a college drinker? Did you attend college? Yeah, I did. I went to University of Illinois, which is like a Big Ten school. I don't know what like the Australian equivalent is, but that's like, you know, like big state school, like tons of like frats and like big Greek life, like frats and sororities. So you've, you've done a lot of drinking, yeah? Yeah, but I think I grew past <laughs> it at some point. And then let I want I want to see if I can bring out that frat boy in you and see if I can get. Well, you I didn't. I was never in a frat or anything, but I I you know I used to used to get down like that a little bit more, but now I'm uh, I've switched habits a little bit. But for you guys, I'll 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 bring the frat boy out. I gotta. Okay, let me grab a beer. Hang on, wait. Grab a beer, Chad. Chad's a machine with a full bottle. Oh, I haven't done that in a hot minute. We interrupt this program for a science experiment. This beer represents your data when using the internet without a VPN. Watch what happens when I try to take a drink. <laughs> this beer sucking gremlin represents your ISP, public Wi-Fi, or the government that wants to suck all your data and steal all your information. And these scissors represent NordVPN. Bruh. NordVPN helps you keep your beer... Your data kept to yourself, so no one else can share it or get a hold of it. NordVPN has 24-hour support, lightning-fast servers, and they're located in Panama where there's no data logging. And right now, you can get 68% off a two-year plan and one month free by going to nordvpn.com forward slash cold ones. That's only $3.71 a month. And best of all, they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So there's no risk trying NordVPN today. My data. I wanted that. Go to nordvpn.com forward slash cold once and take control of your internet today. And thank you, NordVPN, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Mmm. Data. And now back to your bold guest, Sean Evans. Can we do the photo segment, please? Like, can we do one more shot before the photo segment? Can sure. I get that sure. off Mr. Yeah. Evans? <laughs> you talk about lowering inhibitions with hot wings. You're just trying. <laughs> trying to poison him with alcohol. We'll, one more shot, one more shot, and we'll bring up some photos. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, Sean, we have a reoccurring segment on our show called Explain That Gram, where we do a deep dive on our guests. Instagram will pull up interesting pictures that need more context. We don't actually so, do this. I'll <laughs> explain this. That was, uh, that's on the Nike campus. And, uh, you know, like back in the early complex days, they just like send you to different things. So they sent us to the Nike campus and it was for some like lacrosse, like Hirachi five cleat release sort of thing. So you get to, I remember like the most thrilling thing about that whole weekend was it was like, oh shit. Like you get to shop at the like uh, employee store. So I thought that it would be like this big, like crazy thing full of like, hard to find Jordans for like retail price or whatever. And it was kind of like just like a normal Nike store, but like 20% off. Uh, but that was a good weekend and uh, and I 
I think I still might have those cleats. You seem like a big sports guy. You've got a lot of sports photos I've seen. Yeah, like if I wasn't hanging out with you guys right now, like I'd be watching the NBA playoffs. Like I'm like big, right. I'm a big like, um, I'm like kind of a simple man. Like I'm a routine guy. And, but like at the end of the day, like my sort of escapism, like, you know, cause I am like a smoker mm-hmm. or whatever. Like to me, there's like nothing fucking better than like waking up on a Saturday morning going to the gym, getting a healthy breakfast to go, nice coffee, coming back to the apartment, doing a couple bong rips, (laughs) having the breakfast laid out in front of you, and then like nine consecutive hours of college football. Like that to me- Nine hours, Jesus. I can do it easy, I can do it 12. That to me is like heaven on earth, like when that happens, obviously with like COVID and shit, like it's a little bit different, but like getting, knocking out all of the things that you have to do so that you don't feel like a huge piece of shit. And then like Mm -hmm. coming home and then just doing that to me is like- You're like, you've earned it. You can do it without feeling guilty. I like live for those Saturdays in the fall. Like that to me is like my favorite thing in the world. You're right to, you're right to think about that and look at that and like think but that to me is like heaven on earth the one thing i'm envious of with america like anything else is the weed culture and like where you guys are at with that now because obviously in australia yeah what's happening in australia illegal i think there's movements like it's it's very very slow i'm in new york it's still illegal out here um no, obviously I spent a lot of I, I spent a lot of time in California and I spent a lot of time in Illinois and both those places are legal and it is like nice to have those places because it's like it's kind of like when I discovered wine and you can like try to figure out like oh what wine do I really like like same with weed like once it's all like on a real sort of industrial level and they can like break everything down you're yeah, like well what strain does work for me like what edible does work for me you I know? feel like, like when- he- here it's like what is the local fucking sell I have I don't I I have no idea about any of that spectrum of things that exist I remember being being in LA and it's like going to um med uh, med yeah yeah yeah, you you go you go into a dispensary and everyone they're very professional like you want a body high you want to mellow out you want to chill like that that, med men is like an apple store it's like an apple (laughs) one thing that I'm very appreciative of is like hot ones is huge among med men employees <laughs> crazy like every time i walk in there i get like vip service like every time i walk in there people are like whoa like like i've never felt like more like a celebrity than when i walk into med men honestly <laughs> so then those guys like show me everything and then like whatever and you can just like carry that shit through lax like back to like i guess you take the risk of like once you land in new york maybe you're saying this publicly on a podcast is a bad idea but then you're like whatever like they'll let you like kind of carry a lot like your carry-on bag or whatever but like that the yeah like once you get to that like industrial level like the weed and like the quality of like marijuana products in la compared to like what i just get from like my high maintenance guy here in new york who like just rolls up on a bike and like opens up a tackle box full of shit and is like what do you want like it's so different so different Alright, so speaking of drinking, there's me uh, clanking some beers with uh, with Joji. Who is that handsome man? That's Joji. I meant the bald one. That's me. So, <laughs> Joji showed me around like a Japanese convenience store, basically. Like, there's like a whole... I watched that video. Thank you, Chad. 
You guys did a whole. You've done a whole lot of things with George on that channel. Well, Speaking you've done a, you've done a lot of things with George. Yeah, yeah, did. <laughs> no, we're still we're still friends, but you know he's on the he's in the upper echelon now. We're we're still in the lower bracket pits no, of YouTube. No, <laughs> that's like a placenta face mask that you can get from like a. So that is re that caption is real. That's real as far as the marketing on the box. Like they advertised it as a placenta face mask. Wow. Isn't that's placenta the discharge? Who knows what kind of gray area yes. there is there, but like that's how it was advertised. And then like Joji was like, these are the best face, like he knew the best face masks. He's like, these are the best <laughs> face masks. You know, I kind of met George like when he was making that transition, like from doing the internet stuff, like to doing music stuff. I think in a lot of ways, like his Hot Ones episode is kind of like, a real sort of like breakout into his into his music. That episode's still in the top ten most viewed, I think. You know, and I told I told him that I was like, dude, you know your episode is like I think it's like top five or like top six. Like it's like it's like, dude, you know that you like dunk on like Scarlett Johansson and Paul Rudd and like dunk on it's, like yeah, it's like kind of crazy. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, all of it. How did you guys end up yeah. linking up? I think we linked up with um, back when you could message on YouTube. I was just like, I like I like this stuff that you're doing. Like, do you want to uh, do a video? And then I was doing a vomiting stuff at the time, like with the milk challenge stuff. And I think George was like, I want to make a cake. Uh, you could mix like the ingredients inside your stomach and then vomit it out since that's the sort of stuff that you do. And then, we, yeah, I think that was the original messages to do with that. Wow. And then, and then, yeah, and then he flew to Australia and we did that and then he would always come back to Australia rather than any of us going to America. You did say two years ago that you wanted to drink like an Australian. <laughs> and by the way, you, you tweeted, you tweeted at Max, you realize I started the show, right? I was, yes. I was, I was just a guest at the time. Bro, put me on the show, I can drink like an Australian. I'd like to walk that back just a little bit right now, but... <laughs> There's no walking back. <laughs> those are big shots, Sean. I'm not gonna lie. Those are those are. That's a big shot glass. Right, this is my, this is my last American shot. Shit. This is my last shot of the night. Okay. That's fair. Cheers. Everything's Cheers. bigger in fair. America, honestly. I mean, I'm like a guy that does hot sauce interviews. Like, I'm into committing to it. You know. What's the weirdest fan interaction you've ever had, or the most strange? Is there any? Yeah, I mean, do you at times wish that it was like a switch that you could turn on and off? Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Because I feel like you have to always be not only on, but presentable and stuff as well. Like the worst thing that happens like to me, because like I'll always eat an edible before I go to the airport. Then like if someone recognizes me at the airport, I'll be on like, you know, 80 milligrams. Like I'll be like fucking like... <laughs> So I'll be ready to like get knocked the fuck out like on a flight from New York to Los Angeles. So I'll be like fucking zoning. And then like yeah. I'll be in line and somebody will come up to me and be like, hey Sean, like blah 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 blah. But I'll be like, I'll be like way too much to handle it. You know, like I'll be like, I, you know what I mean? And like there's no way to like turn it off. Have you ever said, I'm very high, leave me alone? No, because I'm always just like, uh, like that like you don't think <laughs> rationally like you're just like i don't want i like 
Whatever. I think, all right, let me tell you, like, the weirdest fan interaction that's ever happened. Right, yeah, let's get to that. So, like, one time, me, my girlfriend, her friends, we went to this bar on, like, Sunset Boulevard, and, like, they they draw, like, the, the windows. They have this, like, indoor-outdoor experience. And while we were walking up to the bar, there's a fist fight that breaks out into the street. And we walk into the bar and we're just like watching this fist fight and we're like, what the fuck? We go into the bar and they still have like the open windows or whatever thing. So like we're just watching this fist fight like right out on Sunset Boulevard. And then you just hear this person go, holy shit, is that Sean Evans? And like these guys that were in a fist fight stopped their fist fight so that they could take a picture with me through the window. Like so I'm like just like throwing them up, but like they're on the other side of the window. And they take a picture with me, and then they go back to fight while we order our drinks. And we just watch them fight. And then I was like, to myself, honest to God, I was like, remember this moment? Because this is a good podcast anecdote, should it come up. It's like some Roman gladiator battle or something. <laughs> You're watching through the window. It was a Street Fighter game that they put on pause. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Um, before we leave off... No, let's get through the fucking photos! I actually think that that's, like, where it all started for me, so... I was doing freelance projects for Complex. Like, it led me to doing some, like, crazy interviews with, like, 2 Chains and Damian Lillard and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Snoop Dogg and, like, all these different people. And originally, they were supposed to be print interviews. And then Complex was like, yo, can we put these on YouTube? Because we're trying to like pivot to video. And then we'll have like one of the hosts that we've hired to do the interview. So they were like, let's take all your work and push it aside. Like, dude, you can just hang out at the W in downtown New Orleans, like go to the dunk contest, go to the all-star games, just like enjoy your weekend. We'll take over all the work. I got so incensed. I got so pissed. I was like, I'm doing these fucking interviews. Like, I organize these fucking interviews. Like, if you guys want to drop me, then drop me. I understand the power that you have in here, but fuck you. And um, they were like, Jesus, dude. Like, that's not what we were trying to imply at all. Like, uh, we just were like, thought we were taking some work off of your plate and thought that you'd like enjoy the weekend. But fine, if you want to do the interviews, do the interviews. We're just going to put them on video. So I was like, fine, do it, do it, do it. Damn, it sounds like things could have been different if you didn't have that fire in your belly. To t- if you didn't have like, that set of, if you didn't have that set of nuts. If you didn't have that yeah. fucking set of nuts. I think about that. I think about that all the time. I think about that all the time. Where are you at now with that relationship? Like, do you are you happy with things are, and do you have like? driving force with like negotiation and being the because you're clearly the face of the brand it's like it's very it's very strange thing that you don't have anything to do with the ip it also shows that through videos because i mean like you know not comparing you to anyone else on the first you feast channel but everything that has your face or your brand in it tends to get significantly more views than anything else on the channel I'm not He's sucking taking that in. Anything, but He's I'm taking just, it all I'm just, in. I'm I like this. I like this part of the interview. I like this part of the interview. <laughs>
more importantly, why do you have hair on this photo? What's going on there? You know, I can still do that if I wanted to. I, I... You should you should do that for one episode. Bring up the you photo of Neil Patrick you... Harris with no hair. You're happy with how things are, though, like how they're going. Though. Yeah, I mean, like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like, I'm appreciative because things are better for me than they ever have been. You know, like, at the end of the day, I'm appreciative of that. Like, we could have regular jobs you know that are like whatever but yeah. there becomes like the larger context of like whatever you're discussing right where where you could be like look at what this is valued at relative to the eyeballs it draws you can look at your own value and like figure out what it's worth in context of all of those things judge if you're being treated fairly or not fairly and like wherever that lies like at the end of the day like to me, I stay kind of chill publicly because, like, the people that are watching this or whatever, like, shit's good for me. There's definitely, a, yeah, there's a balance of, like, you don't want to be underappreciated, but also you've got to understand how good you have it as well. Yeah, and I would like, say that to, like, any creative out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have to put in context whatever resources were laid out for you and, like, put a value yeah. on those things and not, like, just wholly hold to yourself like what's me what's me right. what's me but at the end of the day you can't undervalue what you contribute to this thing and then at the end of the day you can't undervalue the success of the thing so i'm happy and like things are good and like things are great but you know like max do you go to like youtube shows and like you'll see somebody that you never heard of and they have like four teslas in the fucking garage and they have like a mansion <laughs> like, you know what i mean like i'm I, not the, that. The, thing that the, the thing that i find yeah very interesting is a lot of the time, it's there's not necessarily this hierarchy where it's like, oh, more subscribers, more money, more success. It's very sporadic. Like, I'll find people that have managed to monetize things unbelievably better than other people that have, like, been in the game longer or have more subscribers. Just because, like, things that they've done or certain avenues of thing, uh, opportunities that have been given to them. It's like, it's all over the place. It's not like a very flat, uh, like... A hierarchy that you can just look at and a hundred percent like at the end of the day sometimes i feel like a dickhead because i'm just like a guy with like a chicken wing talk show so like how much can i even feel entitled to at the end of the day but i guess it's like what the value of that thing is relative to like what you put into it like, to me hot ones is something like i love and that i'll want to do for as long as i can do it and and that's all it is at the end of the day and like it's put it's changed my life in a way that i can't even describe and uh i hope it's changed the lives of like the people that watch it and stuff so seeing that joy that you've given anyone else like people that write into you like oh this and especially like on the scale that you're doing things there's so many people that are like this has changed my life or this is something that's keeping me going not even on that just high level just like just general joy in people's lives that enjoy that entertainment 100 percent. like that's what i've always like i i understood the value of that because of like what those shows did for me i try to like soak it up right now because i know it like it won't happen forever mm -hmm. there's always other th opportunities though sean you can keep going hey Hey, like I said, Ellen's looking for a new host, bro. I have to take a piss, boys. I need to pee. Whatever. Yeah, I also need to pee. I'm open to whatever, like, but Hot Ones is, is my obsession, my love. I, I hope it goes on as long as it can go on. Honestly, I, I say we wrap it up there. We've gone over time. Sean, it, it's, it's been great, and it's been an honor. It really has. 
I need a piss too. I'm gonna leave you here by yourself. I'm busting. All right. So this is Sean Evans signing off for Cold Ones. To Chad, to Max, thank you so much for having me on. I'm as drunk as I've ever been in a long time, but it's all been for you. Cold ones for life. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm leaving me.